Last night was my very first soccer game. At age 46, I went and bought shin guards, tall socks. I owned boots already for some reason. And I played soccer against a group of men in Carmel, Indiana. As I recovered overnight from that level of exertion, which, Kristen, it was, I believe, around 50 minutes of activity. Uh, I think I burned around 900 calories, according to my whoop strap. Uh, I wear a whoop strap overnight. My normal resting heart rate, Kristen, is 68, 69 beats per minute. Uh, what was my resting heart rate overnight as I recovered from the largest amount of exertion I've had in, oh, I don't know, years? What What do you think my resting heart rate was this morning? It was higher then, right? Because your body was under stress? Well, I mean... Certainly the director of uh, biometrics at your money line, Kristen <laughs> weighing in on how resting heart rate. Kristen, what, what, yes, it was higher. What, what do you think it was? Because the blood was being pumped right. to heal and do various things. Rebuild the muscles. Yeah, sure. yeah. What do you think? 74. 74. Mm. Yeah, it was 99. <laughs> yeah, I had a resting heart rate overnight, resting of 99, which, Dame, that suggests that when it wasn't resting – it was much higher. Oh, yes. my. I feel physically as bad as a person can feel right now. Think of all the extra calories you burned last night, though. I had a burger right after the <laughs> Right on. Uh, I, pro protein loading. Yeah. That's wild, because I feel like 100 calories per 10 minutes when I do cardio, I'm like, that feels pretty good to me. So you're saying that you did double that. Yeah. I... It wasn't good. My children and my wife were there to witness whatever it is I was doing. <laughs> Why did you do that? That's a horrible idea. It really was in retrospect. Like I saw, I looked into my wife's eyes last night and whatever spark was left, I think had, had gone. Like Don't I you? think <laughs> she, she looked really just functionally disappointed. Don't you, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you coach your kid's soccer team? I do. And then like, I why like, would you, <clears throat> what was all the coaches we played? And then all our sons were there like watching us. And like last night when I went to bed, I feel like Ted looked at me like, you know, like he was saying good night, son to me. <laughs> um, I have, I have yeah. to know, did you ask them to come or did they just say, Oh, we're going to go watch this. I don't know how that went down. I'll say this at dinner last night. I said, you know, I don't think I was the worst one out there. And Ted immediately looked at the ground and looked so uncomfortable because he's a really kind boy. That um, it's, it wasn't great. And Christmas is just around the corner. I mean, he's he's not going to shoot himself in the foot right now. Uh, good morning, happy last show of the year to Rick Swink, Danza. Pinkins on time, buddy. Right at 10 a.m. Look at you. <laughs> Jason Brown, Jameson, good day. Guys, later in the show, we're naming our listener of the year. Listener of the year. There are our candidates. One of the candidates is, at least maybe two of the candidates aren't here yet. There's Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Andy, where are you? Andy, you are a candidate <laughs> for listener of the year. Where, where are you? Um, this is embarrassing for you. Could be a decision maker right there. It could, nah, could decisions have already been made. <clears throat> so we're going to have to, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, all right. Here's what's on the show this week. Kristen, what, what are we doing? Uh, a 
Pete the Planner radio show wrapped, if you will. And that's a thing that kids do? Well, like Spotify wrapped, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also have a story about Wayfair's CEO that uh, came out overnight that is pretty interesting. Uh, some comments he recently made, and we'll see if it's uh, the right time of year to unleash those comments. And we may do some financial things, but we really have no intent on doing anything financial really on the show today. <laughs> right? Excellent. Intention. Correct. Hi, Chris. Uh, good to be with you uh, today. Chris with a K, of course. Um, Dave, do you ever wonder, like, Chris with a K, there's no H involved? Not usually. Other than, I believe Chris Middleton is a basketball player for the Milwaukee Bucks. I think he might have an H in there. He does. K-H-R-I-S. Old. Hmm. I, I don't think he had much of a say in it. It is interesting because you, you look at the word, the name Christopher, and you're like, okay, well, why is the H there? Do you need it? Well, I, Chris, I realize you're female. Uh, yes, I understand that. But, <laughs> but Chris Middleton, the H, is it for he? Is that why he has an H in, in behind his K? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> uh, this isn't going well, and here's why. Tonight's my comedy show. With my cousin Danny Dunn, various comedians. Uh, so I, in about, oh, I don't know, what's the math here? Ten hours. I have to be funny, and I'm going on two hours of sleep, and I'm not feeling funny. So I'm leaving midday today from our office party to go take a nap, <laughs> so I can be somewhat amusing for the hundreds of fans <laughs> at Victory Field tonight. That might be the most on-brand thing you've said on the show all year. It is true. Uh, whoa, Chris just said. In a class of 44 people, I had a classmate mate named Christopher, a male Chris with a K. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Jamin, Jamin this, is, this is the sort of quality show we're doing today. <laughs> Jameson notes, uh, people ask why I spell my name with the extra A inside. Um, do they not realize I didn't make that decision? That's what I yes. was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um are you guys excited for listener of the year? Yes. Yes. I, did, I don't feel like we gave it last year. I don't think so either. Cause I don't think I've been a part of it and I was here last year. So how did we, how did J we Jameson is the all time best listener. I think he won like a lifetime achievement award for listening <laughs> one year. And I believe Danza, Danza was the listener of the year. Okay. Do you think there was another listener of the year, Dame? No. So I, because I am who I am, I went back and looked at mean? what the last episodes of the year were for the yeah. last couple of years. And actually, Tito Buckets has been on the show for the last episode for like the last two or three years. Oh, my gosh. And last year, Dame and I weren't on the show for the last episode, it seems. So we maybe weren't? that's... Tito was. They were in studio together. Or two years ago. Two years yeah. ago. Huh. Who knows? Man. Uh, young Tito. Okay, let's do a show because upstairs, uh, the your money line office pancake festivus party is going on. We're cooking bacon in an office building with no ventilation. We might get an email from the landlord. <laughs> Hope you made enough for everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rick Swink here. It was early January 2023, 2022 listener of the year was yours truly. Interesting. Rick Swink. 
Sorry, Rick. I forgot. Rick, um, you were such an integral part of the show that we (laughs) forgot that you won an award. To be fair, to be fair, I said, didn't Rick win? Dame, you did say that. And I was summarily slapped down and said, no. I was distracted. I was at the dentist. It was the EDC <laughs> episode. Oh, yes. Oh, my. I don't remember. That's What's EDC? Everyday, Everyday carry. carry. Oh, yeah. I forgot you guys. Flashlights, knives, uh, other things. I'm not in the Wrangler jeans crowd. I don't know. <laughs> Dame, do you own a pair of Wranglers? Uh, I'm don't say might. straight. No, no, no. I might, uh, but I don't wear them uh, at this point. Kristen. Yes. Dame, what's your go-to jean? Uh, Made by a company, 5'11". Okay, yeah. I wish I was 5'11". I wear... uh, (laughs) Hey, Jeremy, hello to you. I I, I don't wear those jeans. We're a different jean. Okay, let's start the show. Um, This is going to be a great show. If you're thinking, man, this is the show I needed to wrap my year... <laughs> you are mistaken. <laughs> I've picked the wrong day to get the worst night of sleep I've had in a decade. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in a. Danny's going to send me like the run of show for the comedians like later this morning. Uh-huh. He's like, let's connect. I'm like, I'm. A, I don't want to take a phone call with him because he'll be like, Hey, are you okay? Yeah. <sighs> okay. But, uh... Jeremy says five eleven jeans are very tactical. Is that true, Dame? They have some pockets. I mean, they're not like like giant leg pockets, pockets, but they, they have some. They have some. Uh... <laughs> they're cargo pants. No, they're not cargo <laughs> pants. Dame, did you have parachute pants? Of course, you didn't. We were the same age. You had parachute pants. Oh my gosh, I had a pair of teal parachute pants. Yeah, that looked so good. They were Would like you... the original joggers. <laughs> The, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh, Zubaz was that the name of the uh, the the ones that all the NFL players were yeah, had I on the sidelines. That's too. Yeah. Yeah. Ah <clears throat> uh, man, parachute pants. I look good, but you know what? I'll be honest. Like Viore are basically like newfangled parachute pants. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Nothing to me. I found a new brand this week that Uh-oh. I love. No, no. I was in their store, and I bought some things, and. The problem was I was on, I was shopping around. The guy was helping me and I I was like, what about this? He's like, oh, you want to check out the other side of the store. So I was like going to try on things that were for the the finer gender. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I guess, but what's it really matter? And I'm like, you know, what does it really matter? Uh, The normal brand is the name of the brand. The spelled brand. Spelled normal. Yeah. Which, you know what? God that bless them for that. Yeah. The normal brand. Here's my criticism. They're, I love it. Uh, what I what I purchased. Here's the thing. Their sizes are so weird. It, I bought three pieces of clothing. One is a medium. One is a large. And one is an extra large. Welcome to women's fashion. <laughs> Wait. Maybe I bought women's clothes. <laughs> okay. Let's do the show. In three, two, one. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we wrap up the year that was 2023 and still is 2023. I'm your host, Peter Nicholas Dunn, born at Methodist Hospital in Speedway, Indiana. Joining me 
today is uh, Kristen Elanius and Damian Dunn. No relation. I don't know where he was born. Uh, possibly in a barn like Jesus himself. Hello, everybody. Good day. Hello. Peace. That's the burst of energy I think I had left for the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's done now. Oh, you ever think, Dane, when you, you know, we, we grew up, we all grew up in Indiana, right? And so you leave a door open and mm-hmm. someone's like, why well, are you born in a barn? And it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ, theoretically born in a barn. Like, so it's like, what's, what's the criticism? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Continuing on. Um, I don't know if you saw this overnight. Uh, this is a financial show. Oh, um, that's not the breaking news. I just wanted to remind people who have happened upon this on their radio dial to be like, what am I about to listen to? We ask ourselves that every time. This is by definition a financial, personal finance show. Correct? That's what they tell me. Dame Overnight, CEO of Wayfair. Uh, his name is Naraj Shaw. Says, winning requires hard work. I believe that most of us, being ambitious individuals, find fulfillment in the joy of seeing our efforts materialize into tangible results. Working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There's a lot of history of laziness being rewarded, or there, there's not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded without success. The article goes on to suggest that he's referring to 80-hour work weeks being his preference for the good people of Wayfair, 15,000 employees. Now, look. Oh, no. I know this. In 2022, they cut their workforce by 5%. Uh, this is a, an article from CNN.com. One economist suggests that uh, if they are suggesting 80-hour work weeks, that the way they could kind of get away with that is to increase everyone's pay by 50%. Thus, you're getting two for the price of one and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen, do you think around the holidays as you go to wrap your year and you try <laughs> to find peace and balance and all the things you look for, if your employer said, good job, everybody, but we're doubling your hours next year, how does that hit you? How, how would that hit a person? I think that it totally depends on your audience, but even the most open-minded audience to a statement like that, the timing is probably not so good. Yeah, Dame, I it's one thing at like hustle culture. Uh, I, I mean, and, and Dame, you know how I feel. You know how I feel. Uh, you know how I feel. Big, big hustle guy. Big hustle guy. Um, but Dame, timing is everything. Around the holidays where is is the thought here well this is layoff season which is the unfortunate nature of this time of year is it be glad you have a job and by the way double down and work 80 hours is that is that the the math i'm i'm maybe he's trying to reduce the workforce even more without having to directly fire people and just mm-hmm. encourage them to look for jobs elsewhere that's interesting. So is he trying to just naturally yeah. work with people that have a similar mindset to him and then he doesn't have to go through the process of being like, well, we need to let 7% of you go. Here's where I struggle with this idea. And I, I, I will possibly be way too frank in this conversation, but you know what? Uh, who cares? Uh, 
I love people when they pursue excellence. Like I love the idea of people uh, pursuing mastery and giving it their all. But I honestly kind of stopped that short around 40 hours. <laughs> like I'm like, hey, I'll take 40. Give me 40, you know? Um, I think to say, hey, everyone, we're requiring the vast majority of people to do over 40. That's a, that's a bit much. Now, do I work over 40? Yeah, but but whatever. I, I, I That's not my expectation even for the management team. I think it's different too. I don't know what type of employees he's addressing when he says like, we should pursue excellence and work 80 hours a week. Is he talking about the employees that he's paying a minimal wage to be like, I think that they have like warehouses, right? Is he talking about like, you should pursue excellence and we're going to pay you a, you know, a small wage to do that and like work you to the bone. Or is he talking about like people in leadership or in like on their, whatever their executive team looks like, who he's like, Hey, if you want to level up and we want to level up this brand at like the corporate level, I feel like those are different conversations. And I don't know who he was addressing in this because one feels a little bit better received to me than the other. Yeah. But Dame, think about when you have had to push past 40 hours, mm -hmm. the quality of your work diminishes so even if he's talking to the higher echelon employee it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me it's exactly where i was going to go once you get past a certain point and that point's going to be a little bit different for everybody but you're going to have a, a much a smaller uh, output uh, for for whatever you're doing your quality is going to go down he'd be better off just say in my opinion you know 40 hours some mandatory overtime, and then we're going to hire some part-time folks behind you that we can come in. They can come in and do a very high quality of work for a shorter period of time, and we're going to be more efficient anyway. But saying eighty hours, is he looking to hire burnout investment bankers for these jobs? I I don't get it. Let me read the quotes again with with the discussion we've had. Let's see if it's possible that he was misunderstood. Okay, okay. so let's try this again. Winning requires hard work. Okay, so, so far we're in the clear, right? Okay. I feel like I've sent that in Slack. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, Naraj Shah and I are one, we're brothers. Uh, I believe that most of us, being ambitious individuals, find fulfillment in the joy of seeing our efforts materialize into tangible results. We're still clean, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There is not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success. I, Good. I don't know. That's where you lose me is I think that maybe he's trying to combat. There's this really strong movement from like younger millennials and Gen Z that like when five o'clock hits, you literally close your computer. Like, and I think that he's maybe trying to combat that having a little bit more of a blend of work and life is still okay. But then you lose me with what was that very end of that quote? There's not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success. So to say that if someone doesn't have that blend, to me, that implies that he's saying that you are lazy and that's where you lose me. Together, we can win much faster than we are winning now if we all row in the 
this direction together. Let's be aggressive, pragmatic, frugal, agile, customer oriented, and smart. So here's the thing. Like, I don't know if there's just like, there's things not said in this article. It's not bad, but clearly it's a, it's a headline on CNN. So something went amiss, but, (laughs) but there's elements that aren't terrible here. Do his employees have like a whole bunch of equity in the company? Because he keeps saying we win a whole lot. And it really seems like he might be talking about him winning through the efforts of others. Uh, it sounds like during the break, we're going to glass door and we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up after the break, it's the Pete the Planner show wrapped. Kristen, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the work has been done. I've been actually told hundreds of pages of documentation have been Uh, put together to come up with what we're about to do. Uh, So that's next. This is our final show of the year. We're wrapping it up 2023 on to 2024. All right. So coming up after the break, the Pete, the planner show wrapped. I'm Pete, the planner, and this is the Pete, the planner show. Who's on glass door. Any, either of you? Nope. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. I'll do it. I'm reading this article over and over again. And the headline, I don't, I feel like it almost misrepresents because there was some bad, I mean, it, it got weird, but it, it, isn't he just giving a pep talk at some point? Mm. It totally, to me, it totally depends on who the audience was. Like Dame said, it's like, are there a lot, there, are there a lot of people that have potential financial gain in putting more hours in? <laughs> like, or Okay. No? 3.1 stars out of five on Wayfair. Well, that's not great. The CEO of approval rating is 40%. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, now I feel like I want to look what ours is. Should I do this don't, on the air? Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't Wouldn't do that. recommend it. I shouldn't do it? Wouldn't recommend it. Why? Have you looked? Of course not. I mean, not, not recently. Oh, it's no, not. I'm, uh, I'm going to look on. I'm looking. It's good. <laughs> oh, Lord. 100% CEO. Oh, approval. Oh, I seek the approval of others. I think that would have straight ruined my year. <laughs> Live on the podcast. All right. Can you imagine? You have a 20% approval rating. Oh my gosh, you guys, I don't know if I'd be able to recover from that. I'm 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 a bit of a wreck these that days. That would be so bad. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um Amazing co-op experience, uh, less than one year at Wayfair, cross-functional oh, environment. Le- le- less than one year, but I worked 3,000 hours. <laughs> yeah, where's the... 3.1 does not seem great. Ours was five, I think. But again, it's fewer people. 28% believe there's a positive business outlook. That's not ideal. You know, at the end of each year, I, I in... in um, you think through this if you like and comment if you want. You, you can feel energized. You can feel de-energized. You can feel optimistic about work for the next year. You can feel pessimistic. You can think, oh, man, January 2nd is going to come fast. And I'm just I'm not ready for this. Um, and I felt every way. I felt every one of those ways over the last 25 years, especially when I was in sales and like you start at zero <laughs> on January 1st. <laughs> I have to say. 20 seconds. The 22nd is the last working day of your money line for the year. We, we take the rest of the year off. Uh, I'm feeling pretty energized. Like I'm tired right now. I'm feeling pretty energized. I'm ready for January 2nd. Uh, you don't have to echo my comments. I'm just saying that's how I feel. I haven't always felt that way. That's a great sign. That's good. 
<laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> uh, well, tell Glassdoor about it. All right. Um, here we go. You ready again? Yeah. Three, two, one. Back on the Pizza Planner Show, final show of the year. Don't panic. We're doing it again next year. I think, right? We're back. We get renewed. Far as I know, I just show up. I just show up too. Um, Kristen, you have a thing. Sort of, yeah. I thought it would be fun if we did like Spotify or like I got an email from Betterment about my 2023 in Mm -hmm. review. I thought it would be fun to kind of do a little year in review for us on the show. So Dame and I, with the help of our wonderful Eleanor and our marketing team, received the transcripts from the entire year's podcasts. How many... Do you want to guess how many pages the transcript uh, that was? That was going to be my first question. Oh, Pete, I'm sorry. Even, though, even well, though you know. Okay. Well, I mean, we can just start it's there. Like 400 pages, right? Yeah. 412 it, pages of us spaced. talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> single spaced. Single spaced with no like breaks either. So like when like when you start talking, it doesn't like start a new line for when I start talking. Just all run together is 412 pages. Wow. Can we can we tell who was talking the most? No, not not at this point. AI has not caught up to that yet. What would you? Okay, I'm hijacking. What do you think, Kristen? Was like this will uh, this section will be like one segment as long as Pete doesn't hijack it. Well, here's a hijacker. Here we go. Uh, What percentage of the time do we believe that each of us talk? What percentage Uh, of the time? You are sixty five percent. Hmm. I was thinking 50, 25, 25. Mm. That was my initial thought, but I thought, no, Pete gets going. And uh, I I think it's closer to 60, 65% for Pete. I would go 60, 20, 20. Yeah. There are some shows, though, where I'm on one and I can't stop. Like, I will go four minutes of the segment before I even look at you all (laughs) but then i'll say this when when it's like really technical financial question i'm absent i'm nowhere to be seen (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do it okay i have i want to go first because then dame has a really good one to make second so the first one is how many times pete and dame dame can guess this as well But do you think Pete said, I'm sorry? (laughs) How many times did you apologize to one of us or the listener in 2023? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How do I say it? Like, I feel like I say it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that. It's I mean, it's anytime your that apology appeared in the, the transcript in 2023. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe want to show uh, 50. Dame? Uh, 28. Um, Price is right rules. It was 51 times. You ah, wow. <laughs> Man, I, lo siento. So I'm str- add one in Spanish. There it is. Wow. I didn't realize I apologized that much. 
Quite a bit. Yeah. And it's usually, <laughs> it's usually like after a rant. Cause I was like looking at the text around it and it's usually when you get off on a tangent, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> now I want to know how many timeouts I've called. <laughs> well, funny. You should ask how many times did Pete ask for a timeout <laughs> in 2023? <laughs> okay. I, I mean, last week was like seven. Right. But I also feel like that became more frequent as the year went on. Yeah. So this is just the number of times timeout appeared in the transcript. All right, Kristen, you want to go first? Um, I'm going to say like one and a half ish, maybe times a show. So like we're talking in like the 70 range, give or take. I'm going 112. 62. 62 timeouts. Yeah, okay. David uh, on Facebook Live suggests 187. <laughs> it a lot feels of like 180. It felt like a lot of timeouts. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. How many minutes did we spend recording in 2023? <sighs> Sorry. Uh, hours, minutes, seconds. Hours, minutes, seconds. I think we. I think we do a best of probably every seven weeks or so. This is the catch. You have to have, figure out roughly how many shows we did. Because if I told you how many shows yeah, we right. did, you could back right. into this pretty easy. I bet we did 40. I bet we did 44 shows, is my guess. And we did an hour-ish each time. So it'd be 44 hours. I'm just going to, I'm not trying to round. Where do you got Kristen? That's low. I bet because at the beginning of the year, we had several shows that were over an hour. So I think he's low. You said what? 44. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go 48, 48 hours. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we recorded 44 shows. Oh my gosh. 23. I thought that was low for 43 hours, 10 minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> Did you share this doc? Because that no. was another like incredible guess. You guys, what if like when I'm very tired, I'm a savant? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about like what if we just discovered this mutation in me of when I do not get sleep? I'm what if you genius. what have you been sabotaging yourself with Miguel's all these years? Oh my god! Oh no! I got to work this morning uh, to uh, go to the Nespresso machine to. Mm -hmm pop a little brown juice in me because uh, I was tired and we were out. So then I had to walk to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dating. Uh, Danza suggests I would be what's called an exhaustion savant. And I believe I might be. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. How many times did we say stolen valor? <laughs> Man, I feel like it's come up six or seven times this year. Kristen, what do you think? I think that Stolen Valor has absolutely been, I think that's an appropriate number of shows that it was mentioned on, but I feel like when you mention Stolen Valor, you really lean into it. Right. So I think for like maybe every show it was mentioned, it was mentioned maybe at least twice. So I'm going to say like a dozen times. For those just tuning in for the first time, here's why I bring up Stolen Valor. I, it It's one of those weird concepts that just out there in the ether that I find so odd so nutty and it just fascinates me. It just to no end. It <laughs> fascinates me that a person 
like goes to the local Fourth of July parade in a in a costume that's not a uniform, and ties tries to take credit for like serving our nation. I find that to be just wild. I mean, really, like crazy. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I'm tickled by it. Like honestly, and it's not like a positive tickle. It's more of a neutral tickle, Dame. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna go 38 times. I've said stolen dollar 38 times. It appeared eight times in our transcripts. This really, year. what? Eight, eight times. That's wow. That seems low. All right. Do we have? Do we have any more? Because we got a minute left in this segment. Oh, I've got a ton more. How many oh, guest hosts? How, how many guest hosts do we have this year? Guest hosts. Five. Oh, that was pretty fast. We had Danny. We had Ellie. We had Ben. Uh, we had Stacy. I'm gonna go five as well. Five. Five is the correct number. Who was the fifth? Uh, Sarah. Uh, Scorpion, honey. Ah, yes. Yeah. Well, she was just a guest, not a host. Okay, then four. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Take a break. Everyone calm down. Uh, if you're just joining us on the Peter Plan Show, it's the wrap-up uh, show. This is a financial show somehow. Uh, but uh, throughout that, we have other things that are going on. And so we uh, we are wrapping it up for 2023 as we take a break and come back to join you. I think the first show will be the 5th of, no one knows. It'll be in January. Calm down. Back in just a few minutes, the Pete the Planner show with more rap from 2023. I'm Pete the Planner. Oh, yeah. I feel like, is are there any of these numbers that are just like you, you found something that was so ridiculously, like it's just a giant number? Um, um nah, no. And, and frankly, I'm I'm a little I don't know if some of these are right, uh, to be honest, based on how much it seems like we talk or say some of these things. Uh like stolen valor feels like more than eight. I, I agree. I agree. So I don't know. I we're, we're gonna have to invest in our AI to make sure that we do this a little <laughs> bit. Uh can we give uh, listener of the year? Do you want to do that now or do you can want to do it we? in between the next one? We can do whatever we want. We're in a break. That's right. Okay. Like I, I think we had to call an audible. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are three candidates for listener of the year. I, I believe that's what we identified in Slack. Did we not? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. The candidates for the 2023 listener of the year <laughs> are Big Rick Swink, mm-hmm. um, Andy. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin Alenius. Nepotism. Nepotism. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. You know, Pilot Jeremy had a, you know, a spotty 2023. He wasn't here a lot. He was <laughs> earning money for his family. Keeping people in the air. <clears throat> what a guy. Avoiding green laser beams. <laughs> I was so glad he was here for that show, though. <laughs> I, You know... It's not on my craziness Mount Rushmore like Stolen Valor is, but putting lasers in pilot's eyes is also on that list of fascinating things that is just like, what? <laughs> is it not? I didn't know it was a thing. I'm surprised you didn't know it was a thing. I mean, it's, it seems like there were stories, news stories about that. Uh, but now I'm wondering if you were alive when those stories <laughs> happened. So. Here we go. Dame, 
Are you as tickled by stolen valor as I am? Uh, I think tickled might be the wrong phrase. I am uh, intrigued by it. It's for sure. so weird. Yes. It, I, it's I don't. So weird. I just I saw a story <laughs> or a short video clip on on uh, TikTok or something the other day about somebody getting busted for stolen valor, and I I love watching those videos, but. Uh, it's, I don't know. Kristen, it, is it weird for know. you? Is it a gender thing? Um, no, I think it's, I mean, I think it's weird too, but I, uh, I saw one video one time. There was a guy in an airport. <laughs> he wore the <laughs> uniform to like, get on the plane early. And I was like, it's pretty low, man. Like pretty low. Yeah. I think I, Dame, maybe you and I've talked about this in person before. Like I have a, and I'm just speaking for myself, not projecting, I'm just talking about myself. I have like a, a, a both a respect and a bit of a guilt for never having served our country mm-hmm. in the military. Like I, mm-hmm. I just do. It's personal. It's how I feel. I don't know if it's because my grandpa served and some other relatives served, and I, and I just didn't even cross my mind. Like I didn't. It was like, nah, it's not for me. So I have some guilt around it. So the idea that that a person who didn't would just be like, you know what, that those special moments that we have as a society, like that's for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's wild. I will also, uh, on that category, people who park in handicap spaces who are, in fact, not disabled. Uh, also, maybe on the Mount Rushmore of just like, what? Why? What are you doing? I don't get that at all. I, it's not like we as a society, society couldn't use more steps. I mean, park further out. I can't today. I'm sore. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> you guys, I'm giving a tie to listener of the year. Okay. Oh, I am. Here's the thing. Big Rick has had a tremendous year on the show. That's true. Big Rick was just so instrumental. I mean, it's so many moments. Big Rick was there for us to hold us in his big hands, (laughs) to cuddle us (laughs) in his, in his proverbial bosom. He's regret it. He is regretting being a listener of the show. Um, I don't think he is. So Big Rick is at least co- Listener of the year. At least. I mean, we you kind of make the decision on this. No, I am. I'm 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 saying okay. he is at least. However, Caitlin's eliminated. We, 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 we do not we do not sniff nepotism around here. There's enough nepotism with Dame and I, right? Correct. True. Andy is also co-listener of the year 2023. She's not here to accept her award, which is nothing. <laughs> Although, guys, what do you think? I can send them these <gasps> mugs. I was, hope, I was hoping you would do that. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. All right. So Andy and Big Rick, hit me up. Um, you find me. I don't know. I Ask Pete at sure. you, <laughs> Send me your address. We will send you good vibes or all that's in the budget mugs. Limited edition. And a signed headshot from Peter Dunn. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. <laughs> The funniest thing is if they arrived broken. <laughs> that would make it more special. Oh, yeah. People yeah. would want to keep a broken mug around that has the label. And, 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 and while we're at it, Danza and Jameson, send me your address, too. I'll send you a mug. Mm, okay. That's fair. I don't know if I have mugs. <laughs> so are, are you are you writing checks? Our 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 inventory can't cash right I now. I don't know if we have them. Ben is just upstairs furiously typing into a computer a new yeah. order. 
for mugs. He's yelling at you in Slack. We have none of oh, these. Let's see. Um, am I getting hit up in Slack right now? Nope. Everyone, I'm pretty clean. Great. That's good. Um, Dame, how many more of these do you have? Um, one, two, three. I probably five or six. Okay. I have like four. So. Oh, excellent. We should yeah, have we can, we can do this. I, I will say that Jason Brown ha has had a strong year too. Yeah. Also yeah, true. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, Jason, keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> and and uh, Brian, you too, buddy. Thanks. Maybe next year you can win a broken mug. <laughs> and Jeremy, show up. Uh, and that, that's all we, we really need for you to pull off a listener of the year award. All right. Let's continue this, whatever this is, because I'm missing bacon upstairs. Three, two, one. Back on the Pete the Planner show, we're doing the year in review, which all of a sudden everyone calls the Wrapped. It's because of Spotify. It is. Kristen, you're, you're Spotify. Yeah. Can I, can can we talk Taylor Swift real quick? <laughs> Would you? That's one of my. <laughs> yes, we can. I saw an article this week that some mom was very upset that of how much praise Taylor Swift gets because her lyrics. Uh, promote witchcraft and I, as someone who's never heard a Taylor Swift lyric beyond haters don't hate or play or something like that come on is there witchcraft <laughs> I do not believe that to be true well we of course believe. a Taylor Swift fan would say that she's already in the occult <laughs> yeah Kristen she's got you under her trance she might I might not even know okay uh, we're, we're, we're wrapped your interview where do we go Go ahead, Kristen. Follow that uh, up. <laughs> yeah, Jason Brown. It would be interesting to know how many times we brought up Taylor Swift, even though she was banned from the show. So how many times Man, in 2023? Early. It was so much T-Swift. <laughs> oh, man. It felt like a lot. And we had news stories with the concerts and all the, the economic activity that that was doing for all the cities she was going to. I'm going 25. It felt like a lot. I'll do 18. 17. Whoa. So 18 if you include yeah. Pete bringing her up just now. <laughs> so right. nailed so it. Taylor Here Swift. <laughs> you know, when we choose not to talk about something on this show, we certainly talk about it a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. Uh, how many times did Kristen suggest Pete get therapy <laughs> on the show in 2023? Is this on or off the air? On. It was in a segment. Um. Okay, so Dame told me that that was going to be one of them. I didn't, like, look it up. And I was like, I would not do that. <laughs> Dame was like, well, I have, you would. I have transcript proof that you did. And, and I thought about it for a really long time. And I now recall when I said it. And so I'm going to say that once on the air, I suggested that maybe Pete needed to seek therapy. I think I remember once. But here's the thing. Uh, we have a lot of believers in therapy here at Your Money Line. So it feels like at least once a week, someone <laughs> is trying to get me into that world. And I'm not reluctant, by the way. And I would benefit from it. Uh, I, I'm going, I, I, I'll go two. I'll go two if she's going one. It was one. Kristen, do you, uh, do you think you want to take a shot at the context around that? I know exactly when it was because he told me he had a dream that I won some award that That's he it. actually didn't even care about. He claimed. 
<laughs> and I was like, and it was from months ago. He brought that up this year and that happened last fall. And I was like, maybe some therapy for the unresolved feelings that you have around that time of your life would be ideal. Yeah, it was, uh, Kristen, you won an Emmy for a <laughs> news piece that you did on Al Jazeera. In a dream. Oh. Yeah. And and Pete was uh, congratulatory, of course, but was secretly very mad about it in his dream. Yeah, I, I have weird grudges, as you, <laughs> you've grown to learn. One of them is definitely about never winning a local Emmy. That is top top three professional grudges. Yeah, and as someone, to be clear, as someone who has a degree slash certification in financial therapy. I'm a huge advocate. So that wasn't, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm not suggesting he seek therapy as like, that's not a negative thing to me because I don't need that. Here's why I don't seek therapy. Can, if, if we may. Sure. Just sure. Do it. Because as my wife has uh, agreed, uh, Mrs. Planner, uh, I would just try to entertain my therapist. Mm. <sighs> True. And it would just be a complete waste of money. Like, I, because what happens is I have to break down like the walls of, of, of uncomfortableness with humor. And then the more serious it got, the more I'd lean in. This is why I used to get in trouble in school is <laughs> because you'd have like a serious teacher or a sub and I just kept going. And uh, I, I feel like I would do that with a, a therapist. If I may, um, their job is to navigate that. So, yeah, I, I think a highly saying. qualified therapist would just absolutely take you just out saying. of the knees when you started doing that, and you'd just be left. You know. No, but the thing is, I would want to be rewarded with laughter. Like I, I you know, like I make a witty comment. I wouldn't want them to like just if I let's say I see them just outlandishly funny. They're just like take a note. I would go nuts. <laughs> that's that's uh that's very interesting. Why do you think that is, Peter? Oh my gosh, I would leave. <laughs> anyway, sorry, anyway. we're on the air. Correct. No, still, okay. yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh, where is it? Uh, how many times? Leads in nicely. How many times do we have to warn Pete that we stream on LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going seven. Um. We started streaming on LinkedIn kind of late, yeah, but I think it's maybe a little less than that. Less than 10, but so like maybe nine? Six. Six times we mm. had to warn Pete that we stream on LinkedIn. Nice. How many times did we mention Jeremiah and then apologize <laughs> to Jeremiah? I, it's got to be 50. It's got to be 50 because it feels like close to once a show but if it gets in, mentioned in a show then it's sometimes twice in a show i feel like it's less than that i feel like it is 30 times 40 mentions of jeremiah with nine <laughs> apologies <laughs> that's so funny that's really uh, funny. Uh, for those that don't know jeremiah sent me an email once that he was uh uh, he feels it's rude to the listeners when I say, hey, we got to do a fast show today because <laughs> I'm go. busy. He says it's hurtful. So now I just apologize to him uh, when we got to get going. And then he uh, he had a tweet about it this week uh, or something yeah. similar to that, to which I said, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. He brought this upon himself. So I agree. <laughs> I guess that that's off the air. So that one didn't count. That apology did not count. Sure. Uh, Kristen, you want to use one of yours? 
Uh, sure. How many times since I earned it just this summer did Pete make reference to my master's degree? And I will add in almost always a like sarcastic tone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, a, well, she has her master's degree. How many times I just earned it in like August. How many times have you brought it up? Well, here's the thing. I don't bring it up enough. I think it's great I that you have it. Disagree with that statement. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I think it's contextual to the show. I think it's important context. I I'm not bringing anything of substance. We got to have someone with some substance. I think people would listen more. Um, you think I bring it up sarcastically? Well, I think that like I think it's all in good fun, but I think Maybe. that the tone is often like, well, since she has her master's degree. <laughs> you know who would think that and feel that way? No. Someone with a master's degree. Oh my! Um, I would say ten times. Uh, I will say eight. It was nine. Ah, we know the show. That's it's the true. thing. It's true. World's worst guesser, Kristen. It's got to <laughs> be in there, right? <laughs> we so we tried to figure out how many times Kristen lost Guam this year, but it, it was just taking too much time to, yeah, to figure out. So we, here's we, I was. Thinking about this last night, Kristen has actually gotten better at Guam. That uh -huh. is true. A you lot guys better. Have bullied me into being better. <laughs> yeah, that's how bullying works. <laughs> that's that's good intention. All right, one more. Uh, Kristen, should we do one of yours, or should we try and figure out the number of times Pete reminded the audience that he and I aren't related, not counting today? There it is. <laughs> how many times that you're not related? All right, we did 44 shows. I think I do it probably. One out of one and a half shows. I, I I'd say like twenty nine. I think that it is less than that. I think it's like twenty four. According to the transcripts, it was only three times this year. No, no. that's wrong. That's no, wrong. I think about, no, I I think about not being related to you all day. Complain <laughs> complain to our data compiler, uh, not me. All right. Well, thank you, Allie, for taking time out of generating opportunities for our business development team to compile a list. <laughs> <laughs> to compile that list, we really appreciate it. Coming up after the break, biggest waste of money of the week and the last news segment of the year. All of that's next on the last Pete the Planner show of the year. I'm Pete the Planner. I feel like the radio audience is going to be like, what? What is, what is this? <laughs> Nobody's paying attention to us this week. They probably feel that way more often than just today, though. I don't. I would love some level of market research of even the even the negative. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you're listening to it. Why do you turn it off? My gut tells me because the host thinks he's funny and he's not. Like, I think that's number one. It has to be. Uh, yeah. It has to be, honestly. But it's also a big reason why a lot of people like the show. You just have to decide who, like... I tell myself that, Kristen. I'm not sure it's the truth. I think it's the truth, but I don't think it's the truth. Then why do people listen to the show? I think because they think Dame's handsome. Oh, they that's why they listen to the, to the show. show. Yeah. Well, they, it's you paint the picture of your jawline with your words. <sighs> oh my. Um, the show is the show is the best part of my week every week. 
<laughs> I don't know how you all feel, but like I, clearly, I don't put a lot of time into it. Uh, it's the it's an hour, and then I edit it for five minutes and send it to the radio aff- affiliates. It's fun though. It is. Uh, I've told Kristen multiple times that uh, I look forward to Friday morning uh, way more than I probably should professionally. But oh wait, but it is easily my best part. Danza had a question. She said serious question earlier, and I forget what that was. Remember what it was? I'm lucky. Oh, oh, serious question. If the radio show doesn't get renewed, do we still get a podcast? No, no. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Uh oh, Cassie. So I mean, Dame is handsome, and that's why I listen. Your wife came on here to say that. Apparently, her call must have finished early. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't realize that she was struggling with her vision too. All right, so I'm just kidding, Cass. Uh, before the show, Dame told the story about him in an indoor indoor soccer game, uh, and he said that if he ever goes to do something like that again, you remind him of the moment that was not his proudest moment, uh, which I yeah. want. Take the oh, it's fine. I, I got punched in the face in an indoor soccer C League soccer uh match. It was great. And the best part, we were playing a team of attorneys. That's right. An attorney punched me in the face. Right on. Yeah, I mean, if the show gets canceled, like the radio show, I and again, this is the dumb part about <clears throat> my whole dumbness. The we have much bigger podcast audience. Yeah. Than the like yeah, millions. Of downloads, millions. There's no way that millions of people have listened to our radio show. Right. You, you don't know that. I'm pretty sure of that. That's four people in my household that have listened to it. Um, so the local, I think I've told you this before, the local radio station uh, that we air on, our flagship station, does a radiothon every year. It's like Salvation mm-hmm. Army and in. You basically like all the hosts come and they you, they host they, they like do live radio. It's like, all right, can we get donate Sally? We're gonna send you a pound cake for your donation. And you do that sort of thing. And I've done it a couple times. They stopped asking me to do it. And in my head, it's for some reason that I don't know, right? It's like I said something. <laughs> I do remember I, I think I was I heard a cat meow once and i tried to talk to this caller's cat because you get live callers i think that may have been my last year because i just kept going with the bit and i didn't stop and the person was like ha 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 and i was like no please put the cat on and then i think that was my last year well could have been decisions were made i know that's how it happened that's why this show will get canceled someone's gonna be like you know what at some point yeah will like I kind of embrace it. It's like at some point, some people are like, this is actually stupid. What are we doing? Will they, uh, since I've never been canceled on the radio before, will they say like, okay, the end of the month we're, we're canceling or will they just say, Hey, don't bother sending us a show anymore. Well, you remember how my indie star column got canceled? Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I sent in my t- column, I sent in my <laughs> column and then they just didn't print it. <laughs> and I emailed them. They're like, Oh yeah, we don't run your column anymore. <laughs> I was like, Wow. That's an interesting way to find out. Um, but then the dumb thing was like the next week, USA Today was like, I ah, will still take it. It's like, wait, my local paper <laughs> is not taking it. But uh, it's so weird. That's the thing about any le- level of notoriety is that it will always recede. You know what I mean? It will always yeah. come back. You will always have some slight fall. And that in itself is humbling. 
I will uh, I, I will just ask you to reconsider not doing the podcast if uh, if we get canceled on the radio. It just depends what it is. I've never had notoriety, so I can't say. You've been on Al Jazeera, and I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, uh, let's let's do this. So you can see that people can put like a little emojis and icons or icons. Is that what icons? Probably not. Mo- anyway. Uh, at, at some point, someone laughed. Two people laughed during the show, and I don't know when they laughed because you can see like <laughs> two people have laughed with an emoji, but I don't know when it was. And now I'm thinking, when was it? You know? Okay, bacon's upstairs. Three, two, one. This week's biggest waste of money of the week, right here on the Pete the Planner Show, is I'm sharing it. Everyone, settle down. The HP Smart Tank all-in-one printer. HP's inkjet printers have been dependable home options for years. With the Smart Tank 5101 all-in-one, they're even better. The eponymous timeout. Granted. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. I thought we went off the air. Sorry. Am I saying eponymous right? I have no idea. Sure. E-P-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Eponymous. Mm. I'm picturing a hippopotamus. Does he have a a cooler brother that's hip, maybe? Hip eponymous? The eponymous tank holds up to two years or 6,000 pages of ink, which is included in the box and have a proprietary spill-free refill system. Time out. Uh, Kristen, I want you to say proprietary spill-free refill system five times fast. Yeah, right. <laughs> proprietary spill-free resource Re- system? Refill. <laughs> refill. System. Refill. See, okay. I can't even do it once. Self-healing Wi-Fi provides a dependable connection <laughs> for all devices via the HP app. Time out. The Skynet is real. <laughs> Self-healing. They're admitting, oh, yeah, this is going to break. This is going to break. <laughs> Allowing for wireless scanning, copying, and printing with the latter supporting borderless photos. Smart illuminating buttons to make on-device use a breeze. And built-in HP Wolf Essential Security protects the printer from cyber threats. Currently on sale for $60. Off. Um, <laughs> off. <laughs> off. Kristen, what do you think the current price is for the HP Smart Tank 5101 all in one printer? I loathe printers. Um, if it's $60, so we're guessing the sale price to be clear? Yes. I think it is $198. Jeez. Okay. Damn. $149. The answer is $100. And $89. Here's why it's the biggest waste of money of the week. They would have to pay me $189 to have a home printer. Home printers never work. Ever. They're always out of ink. They always disconnect. They never work. No matter. We send people to the moon. We, We got a cat video sent from like Mercury this week or something like that through space. We can't have a home printer that works. It's nope. absurd. Every home printer is a complete waste of money. Uh, mine just ran out of ink, and I asked Mrs. Advice, uh, should we buy more ink? Should we buy a new printer? Or 
our, our we've had really good luck with the, our printer uh connecting and printing wirelessly it's it's been pretty fantastic but now we have to pay for liquid gold if we wanted to continue running dame what's in the news this week once high flying bird filed for bankruptcy this week the electric scooter company which was once the fastest startup to reach 1 billion dollar valuation sought chapter 11 bankruptcy protection this week bird founded in 2017 went public via a spac in 2021 with a $2 billion value at its debut. But just a year later, it was already looking more like a sad scooter ditched by the side of the road with a $70 million value. It was delisted from the New York Stock Exchange in September after its share price dropped even further, and the company hopes to use bankruptcy process to sell off its assets. Bird said its Canadian and European units are not part of the bankruptcy and will operate normally. Okay, here's the thing. On Twitter, in oh, here we go. December or November of 2018, I said I was going to hire a skywriter to write I told you so <laughs> over the city of Indianapolis when Bird Scooter files for bankruptcy. It's it is it is documented on X. I saw it. I saw it. I never want a person to lose their job and to suffer the instability of unemployment ever, ever. But those people littered our sidewalks full of <laughs> crap. I'm so glad that they're gone. Um, is it my question to the two of you? Do you think that it's it's not the the scooter that's the problem with the business model, correct? It's because like there are other like you can when I lived in Texas, it wasn't that like that brand. It, it was, was a horse. Uber it was just horses. Their- <laughs> and you jump on a horse. And you run around. Uber had their scooters everywhere. So they all like, are terrible. Right. But I'm saying like that's a viable like transportation option especially in warmer places it's just that bird couldn't make it happen right my beef is with just the whole concept of like hey we're going to obstruct a pedestrian's walkway as part of our business model and then just blame the user that well the user could not leave it on the sidewalk have you met a person Kristen? (laughs) i don't know i don't know if you know anyone (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) touche What else is in the news? Pour some eggnog out for natural Christmas trees, Pete. According to a survey from the American Christmas Tree Association, yes, that's real, 77% of Americans who display a tree this year will choose an artificial one. That coincides with a boom for artificial trees in 2023. The U.S. will import nearly 450 million fake trees, most of them from China up from 190 million a decade ago. Consumers tend to prefer consistent appearance and cost savings over time per the survey. Meanwhile, there are fewer and fewer real Christmas trees to go around following the 2008 financial crisis when many farmers pivoted to planting crops that don't take seven years to grow. Dame, did Kristen get kicked out of our meeting? I think she just got sick of us and left. Hilarious. Wonder if she didn't pay her internet bill because she spent all her money on bird scooters. Did she go cut the line outside of her house again? Dame, you mentioned eggnog and real Christmas trees. I have a sad admission. I'm an Americana sort of person from yeah. like traditionalist uh, in, in various aspects of my life. I have never had a real Christmas tree and I've never drank eggnog. I've never had eggnog, but I have had a real Christmas tree. Uh, do you guys go real now or do you go artificial? 
artificial. I mean, uh, okay. So here's the next question. Boy, this could be really telling. How many Christmas trees do you have in your house? That's a great question. Uh, we, Mrs. Planner and I bought a Christmas tree uh, in December of 2000. So we got married in July of 2000. It's the same Christmas tree we've owned this entire time. It's actually mm-hmm. nice. Um, we have two small trees in our front porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, little outdoor little things. Uh, and then I think the kids have like tensely ones for the room. So that would be five total. Uh, we have, if I count the ones, I think the kids have, maybe there's just one back there. That would be nine in our house. Nine, nine Christmas trees. What? <laughs> yeah, nine trees. What in the world? Kristen, I, I'm guessing you have a tree. I have a tree. <laughs> yeah. Now, t- to be fair to myself, we call some of those just winter trees because they stay up after Christmas. So they're like, uh, they don't have ornaments. They just have some lights. and it's... Winter trees? Yeah, winter trees too, because it's dark and gloomy and horrible. And so we have some things to just make our ambiance a little nicer. Isn't that like calling a Halloween costume your fall look? Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I... Uh... I'm a pilot. It's like, you're a pilot? It's like, no, it's just my fall look. Stolen valor. Stolen valor. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Dane, what else is in the news? Uh, Americans are spending more this holiday season, but not on presents that go under the tree. While f- prices uh, for toys and electronics started to come down just in time for Christmas, people are shelling out much more for dining, entertainment, and tickets, according to Bank of America. How's that Bank of America? pick coming <laughs> i will tell you right now i'm gonna hit the s&p 500 pick this year on the nose thanks yeah, so. true. <laughs> i think so we've still got some time anyway sorry financial professionals and economists say spending money on experiences delivers a longer lasting joy than buying stuff investing in more quality time is also normally good for your bottom line i'd love to see the research on that me too uh, Kristen, did you buy any experiences for anyone this year yes i did dame Yes. Me too. Same. Last show of the year. Thank you everyone for listening. We so appreciate you uh, being part of what we do here at the Pete the Planner Show. We'll be back in 2024 to answer your money questions. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner. This is the Pete the Planner Show. Oh, man. I can just hear the like Christmas Johnny Cougar playing right after that. He needs a Christmas album. That would be great. All right. Each of you, you get a little jump on your soapbox, say your end of the year goodbyes and whatever you want to say to people. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't make up a speech on the go. I mean, you're winning all these awards on Al Jazeera. Kristen, you're oh, first. I don't have anything to say. Well, I... Let me go solo for you there. Kristen, <laughs> tell everyone <laughs> tell everyone how you feel, Kristen. I This is not my therapy session. I will say, though, that, Pete, you said that this is the best part of your week. And I didn't chime in immediately, but it is the best part of my week as well. I hate missing the radio when I can't be here. And the audience is obviously part of that, but the two of you as well. So I just appreciate everyone, maybe a little more this time of year than normal. All right. Uh, That's very kind. Uh, Dame, uh, say your uh, 2023 goodbyes. Uh, likewise, uh, appreciate everybody that chimes in and joins us from week to week. Uh, love doing the show with Pete and Kristen, but having those of you that join us uh, regularly and even sporadically, you know who you are, is a uh, is a great joy for us on a week to week basis. So appreciate everybody from being here, and we look forward to twenty twenty four. 
yeah so this show is uh you know is is three people who like each other most of the time they will admit to liking me uh and we just have fun our, our company is committed to helping people with their financial lives and this is one of the outlets of, of that and so it's been a lot of fun to do and uh the community we've built online has been a lot of fun too uh, so let's have a great 2024. We're going to come back with stock market prediction results, as well as the new picks for next year in 2024. Uh, congrats to Andy and Big Rick Swink, the listeners of the year. Your mugs are on the way. Uh, everyone else, we love you very much. Stay getting money. <laughs>